Hi, welcome to Anto Knows. This is episode 79. I know we've been away for a while, but, you know, that's the way things work out sometimes. Okay, question. David versus Goliath. Batman versus the Joker. Star Wars versus Star Trek? Yes, that's a question that nerds have been debating for a long, long time. Which is better? Now... Some nerds will say they love Star Wars and they will not compare it to anything else. Others talk about Star Trek as though, well, it's different. I would say this. Now, mind you, Star Trek had to concentrate more on characters because they didn't have the budget for special effects. Because it was TV, and in those days, even NBC didn't really feel much of it and felt that it was only that, you know, they... They could do things like that. So they concentrated more on the relationship between the characters, the human condition, and problem solving, right? That could they could sometimes solve with actions, and other times they could smile by thinking and trying to figure their way out of it, and so forth. Star Wars was more based on action and adventure, and it, it's basically like 20 other things. It's King Arthur and it's knights. It's... It's uh, Cowboys and Indians. It's everything. Even Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry said, Star Trek is a wagon train to the stars. So, when you talk to most people who love Star Trek, most of them say they either love the original series, do not like Next Generation, and certainly do not like what we're going to talk about today, which is the J.J. Abrams movies. Okay? So, we'll talk about them. What's your opinion? And remember, come on, be respectful. Just let us know what your opinion is. Meaning, I like this because, or I don't like this because. Uh, And remind you, with a bigger budget and with a different vision of a different director, you are going to get a totally, completely different take on everything that they do. So, in 2009... Can you imagine that? 2009. It wasn't that long ago, was it? Uh, This movie, Star Trek, came out. Now, J.J. Abrams is obviously a Star Wars fan because he uses a lot of Star Wars influences on Star Trek. But he brightens up and gives a new vision to the original crew. So this all takes place in an alternate uh, timeline. And uh, they kind of let the people who were originally cast, picked this, uh, picked their people that they would want to play, a young Spock, a young Kirk, and so forth. Zachary Quinto just nails it. Remember him? If you ever watched a show called Heroes, he was terrific in that, in that show, and Leonard Nimoy kind of handpicked him to be the new Spock. And he even said, after uh, Leonard Nimoy passed away, he said, it went way beyond uh, him being choosing me to be Spock. He said, we became really close friends. So the new movie is basically about uh, the origins of the original crew, and we kind of get more of what, what they do with bigger effects. So there's monsters in it. There's a lot of running around in space. There's a lot of the ship uh, flew this way and that way, and and bigger effects, and lots and lots of uh, action, and uh, so forth. 
We also get to find out how Kirk and Spock became friends, how he, uh, Dr. McCoy, now mind you, the actor who played Dr. McCoy, he nails it. He nails every bit of, 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 of Dr. McCoy's mannerisms and everything. He even states, he goes, oh, my wife left me, and all she left me was my bones. And that's why Kirk calls him that and so forth. So that's really cool, too. If you have never seen Dread, he plays Judge Dredd. Now, I'm not talking about the Festus Stallone movie. I'm talking about the other movie, just called Dread. He's terrific at it. He nails that character, just like he nails Dr. McCoy. So, uh, in the end, it's, it's basically this uh, story about uh, this Romulan, my sister calls him a Romulan with attitude because he's got all these issues where he's, he wants revenge on Spock. Romulus has been destroyed in this ultimate timeline, so he takes his vengeance out on Spock and destroys Vulcan. And also, the only person that gets saved besides Spock is Spock's dad. His mother dies in the attack. And so now we have to go after this guy to, to stop him. Big, big uh, effects and so forth. I have a friend of mine. Yes, you know who you are, buddy. He I he called me once and said to me, did you see the new Star Trek? I said, oh, I haven't watched it yet. And all he did was complain about how the ship doesn't fly this way and the ship doesn't fly that way. And the, the, it's this is wrong. I said, so you hated it? And he said, no, I liked it. I said, well... There you go. So it it works, and some some uh, people loved it, thought it was the greatest thing they'd ever seen. Others hated it, said, oh, it's not our Star Trek, but it isn't, okay? Star Trek Into Darkness, which was in 2013, they bring in probably one of the best British actors we have right now, Benedict Cumberbatch. Now, I'm sure you're already familiar about him. He's Doctor Strange. He's in a lot of other movies. He nails a new version of Sherlock Holmes and does all these incredible uh, things. Here, he plays Khan. But he's at the beginning of this movie, he's some kind of mysterious stranger who calls himself John. But, of course, we find out, nope, he, that was the biggest unkept secret. They, they, he was Khan, originally portrayed by Ricardo Montalban. Okay, and, he, and it's a great movie. Uh, they destroy London in it, and he's basically he's out to destroy the Federation. So it's up to Kirk and Spock and the rest of the Enterprise crew to uh, stop him. And unfortunately, this is the last appearance of Leonard Nimoy as Mr. Spock because... Uh, he passed away soon uh, after that. And a- as a nerd and as a, a lover of acting, that really hurt me when when he passed away. I always loved that he was still alive and he was living somewhere, but nah, now he's gone and everybody feels, oh, that's just really painful. Uh, another thing that's really weird is the Klingons are in this, but you wouldn't recognize them. They go down to this Klingon planet, and guess what? They come out in full armor. And I I said to a friend of mine, I said, they look like stormtroopers. 
And that's exactly what they look like. I would say with all three of these movies across the board, he basically took Star Trek and turned it into Star Wars. Is there anything wrong with that? In my opinion, no, but I, I think that Star Trek is its own thing, and it's not Star Wars. Star Wars is its own thing, and Star Trek is its own thing. Okay? So this movie is good. If you love Better Than Cumberbatch, and I'm a big fan of his, then you'll love uh, this movie uh, too. Uh, bigger effects, uh, badder effects, a friend of mine said to me, it's like uh, it's like a ride in outer space, and it is. It, it was more better to experience this on the big screen, but unfortunately, I experienced them both uh, on TV. I didn't see those movies in the movies. The last one uh, I did, uh, Beyond. Now, some people didn't like this movie at all. They thought that it was terrible, and this was already 2006, and Justin Lin directed this. J.J. Abram, I guess, produced it. Uh, this is about uh, an, an, an attack, and uh, the Enterprise is forced to crash on an alien world, and uh, Beatrice Alba, if you know who he is, he's a very famous British actor. He's been in dozens of movies and dozens of TV shows. He's the voice of Scar in that new version of The Lion King. He's uh, in... Uh, uh, he, he's, he's also uh, in one of my favorite Disney movies. We'll have to talk about that someday in Zootopia. He's uh, got a very distinguishing voice. When you hear him, you know, you know he joined... The Fast and Furious franchise. He was in a lot of movies. He's just in a movie now called The Beast. Uh, he's in a movie where him and a girl get stuck on a mountainside after a plane crash. Things like that. And he was on British TV playing a guy named Luthor. Not not Lex Luthor, though. And uh, so he's really interesting. Uh, he, now, you think at first he's the bad guy because he's played a lot of bad guys. But in this movie, he's, he's a good guy. And uh, he's trying to stop this uh, threat. And again, another uh, Enterprise officer has kind of gone nuts. And there's a girl. Uh, she's kind of like uh, black and white and gray and alien. There's all these mini ships that attack the Enterprise, uh, the Federation um, fleet. I thought that was really interesting because they just tear through a Starfleet uh, ship. Like like it's uh, Swiss cheese, uh, and uh, that's about it. It it's good. All three of these movies are good, and I'm sure you could marathon them or uh, triple feature. So, what is the future? Are they still doing Star Trek? Heck yeah, because everything is about streaming now. Everything is about that. So Paramount, which owns the Star Trek franchise. Is doing stuff for television, doing stuff for, and they're recessing again with a brand new movie. There was a movie in the works, but it never got made, and that's with Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino turns out he's a big Star Trek fan, and he says he wanted to make a movie kind of like a cross between the episode, a piece of the action where they run into a planet which is kind of like uh, run by gangsters 
and the other would be kind of like the city on the edge of forever. So I guess it would be like a, a time travel story or something. I, who knows? But the movie never got made, so Paramount is sort of recessing what they're doing. What are they doing now? Well, they're working on uh, Picard. I think they're on the third season of that, where they brought back Jean-Luc Picard and many other of the older uh, Star Trek uh, characters, Worf and at Riker and Diana Troy and uh, Beverly Crusher and stuff like that. And we're all, they're all working together uh, to, uh, in further adventures, alternate timelines, time travel, and so forth. And we see Q again, which is great. Oh, you've grown much older. That, that's great. Uh, there are two animated series, one called uh, Lower Decks, which is kind of like uh, an adult swim type show about like the lesser known members of the Starfleet crew, you know, who are working on that. And they do kind of, they do jokes about next generation. They do jokes about the old generation and so forth. Uh, jokes about the Borg and, and so forth. And trying to get people to join Starfleet and things like that. And the other is an, uh, another uh, show for, for kids about a group of aliens that find a Starfleet ship and they have holograms or computer-generated characters who are copies of uh, many classic Star Trek characters, including Spock uh, and uh, all, Catherine Janeway and all these other characters. So they also did two other live-action series, and uh, one of them is really highly criticized, and the, the other uh, is called Prodigy. And there's also another one called Strange New Worlds and uh, so forth. So we'll see. So is there a future in Star Trek movies? Will there be more of them? Let me know in the comments below. Let me know what you think of the original movies of the Next Generation movies and these. I'd like to know. Okay? Live long and prosper. And we'll see you again on another Anto Nose.